Welcome to another episode of the Nothing in Moderation podcast, coming to you live from the multi-million dollar Nothing in Moderation studios. ASMR shit right there. It's a little bubbly. <coughs> that's sweet. What, that's what she said. <coughs> All right, and welcome to another episode of Nothing in Moderation. I am Mike here right, with Travis. my buddy Travis. God damn it! Stop introducing me. Stop talking before I tell you to. All right, you just pointed me when it's time for me to talk. It's time for me to talk. It's time to for you to talk. At. So yeah. I'm Travis. <laughs> I am the best buddy. Yeah. Uh, we are hanging out here in the multi-million dollar studio that I rearrange on a weekly basis. We have turned off the AC because uh, it's noisy and causes terrible quality recordings. So we are just going to talk until we can't fucking stand to sweat our balls off anymore. Are you just doubling up on the intro? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't hit record before we started talking about that. I should have. I should just hit record as soon as we sit down and then edit out the shit that isn't funny. <laughs> Catch all the shit that yeah. I probably shouldn't say. Yeah, pretty much. I wish I would have done that now. I actually thought you had hit record given what I was talking about. I did a couple of times, but like I, I was just a check sound, so I deleted it and you started over. The click factor? Yeah. Yeah. So you went to the liquor store before I got I here? I did. I did. I only went. I had liquor here. I went to get uh, some terrible pumpkin... Uh, liqueur for my wife oh. so because she likes that shit did you try that out no no it's disgusting i tried it before and it is disgusting like it's, you said? yeah it's disgusting it it's i mean it's if you're pumpkin if you if you like if, if you like pumpkin it's good for a basic white girl yeah if you're a basic white girl it's it great. looked like coquito or it is it's based that's basically all this is coquito okay. just pumpkinies coquito i guess we can try that yeah uh, what's going on anything cool Nah, man, just uh, being super busy and dodging kids on the way here. It's Halloween and spooky and craziness. Well, we live like a block from the main trick-or-treating area in our neighborhood. So like, and there's a big parking lot, two houses, or two two little areas down. So everybody fucking parks down there and then walks past our house. So like we have to shut off all the lights and close the blinds because I don't, I don't want kids in my house. So you're saying the trick-or-treat parking headquarters is right around the corner yeah. from the broadcast world headquarters. Yeah, correct. Of Nothing in Moderation yes, podcast. Yes, that's correct. So Behind the Sears dumpster. Yes. So they're trick-or-treating in the Sears parking lot. It's trunk-or-treat out there, I think. Trunk-or-treat. Yeah. You know that you saying that finally made sense to me. It's out of the trunk of a car. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like buying a 38 special. Has that never made sense to you? No. I never looked into it because I was too old to trick or treat. How did you make it this far in life? I didn't take things out of people's trunks. That's that's a good that's a good start. I wasn't lured into parking lots to yeah. take strange objects from people's trunks. Yeah, yeah. the candy taking candy from strangers like at their house like it, it's weird. And then you got those some some assholes. They're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you full size candy bars. Fuck you, sir. I mean, Why are you showing off? That guy's right. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll let him touch me for the candy bar. It's quite possible. Now, if he has a puppy, yeah, if he's got I'm a puppy, sold. I'm sold. Yeah, if he's if he's got a puppy, the things he can do to me are plentiful. Do you get to keep the puppy? That changed. I mean, if I get to keep the puppy, then there are even more things. Like my, you know, my tolerance level goes up for what I'm willing to put up with. Does this come back to or what's your price? No, no, it does not. No, it doesn't yes, it does, but I don't. I don't want to go there right now. Not in that. No, I do want another drink. You can hear the ice clicking. Some ASMR shit. It's the vodka vodka. Yeah. The, uh, so I, I know I wanted to talk about that, uh, the fucking haunted house with the 40-page waiver that tailors the experience to uh, to your fears, a bit from what I've gathered. Um, the It's in, what, Tennessee? You know, I didn't look that much into it. I, <clears throat> I saw the 40-page waiver, and then I started looking at it. I'm like, oh, what kind of sissy can't deal with, you know, chainsaws with no chains on them and yeah and people screaming at you and, yeah. and you know rotting meat as a smell or whatever and, yeah and then come to find out it's 
it's legitimately you're signing all your rights away. They can mm-hmm. touch you. They can pull your teeth. Yep. They can cut your skin off. Yeah. They can waterboard you. Well, and they, from what I've gathered, they, they, they through the, because you have to go through like a physical, you have to go through a psychiatric evaluation. And through all of those things, they learn enough about you to tailor the experience to your fears. So if you're super scared of the dentist, as I am, I'm going to end up in that fucking dentist chair because they'll figure out through the, you know, through all the shit that that's what I'm scared of. Um, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You can, are, have, you can have, you can keep your money. Are you actually scared of the dentist or you just don't like uh, being at the dentist? I don't like it. And for the most part, like I, other than like, I had a tooth pulled with lots of Novocaine once, but other than that, if I've had to have major things done at the dentist, I am unconscious. Like I make them put me under. I'm like that too, just because I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. It's not a, like I've had a, a filling, yeah. a tooth drilled in a filling filled with no Novocaine, yeah. Ugh, which no. wasn't my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a wisdom tooth surgically removed and I told yeah. them they needed to knock me out. They're like, oh no, we'll just, you know, we'll numb it and it'll be local and you'll be wonky. And, and I was like, no, just charge yeah. me whatever the extra is and I'll just yeah. be unconscious. I don't no. want to deal with it. Um, when that happened, actually, it was way before you were hanging out. I went out to eat at a buffet with with your wife and the whole circle of nice. friends and stuff, and I just ate ice cream for the whole time. The uh, I actually I had my wisdom teeth removed via, and I was I made them you know take me or knock me out for it, and I had all four removed at once. It just I was like fucking. There was only one that needed to be removed, but they could get to all four, and I'm like just fucking take them, get it over with. Like I don't want to deal with this shit. I the friend that drove me home. Um, I, apparently, at some point, I stopped at Walgreens, like because they basically rush you out of the office as soon as you're conscious. They they get you out of the office, right? Um, I don't remember stopping at Walgreens, but I had to stop and get like gauze and shit. I stopped and did all that. Um, I checked my mom and I in at Dancers Royale on Facebook. Um, but did you actually go? We drove past it. Um, but I checked my mom and I in there for whatever reason, and the selfies that I have, and I'll put them up on our website. Which is nothing in moderation um, The, I think, I'm probably, I probably just fucked that up. I should have had my little note out because I don't remember this shit now. No, I'm kidding. It's um, like you're brand new. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, but, but I, uh, I, I checked this in there. Um, I forgot what I, where the fuck was you're I? You're talking about this? taking your mom to the strip club? No, I was not taking my mom to the afterwards. strip club. I, I fucking, the selfies I took were like, I was like, I'll have to post them like on our website or and on our social media. Like my face is all fucking swollen and I'm trying to do like a, a fucking cool, cool face. And I ended up just looking fucking like chunk. It's just like Danny goes yeah. to the dentist. Yeah. No, I, I looked like chunk. Like oh. if I, I screamed, if I screamed, Hey, you guys, nobody you, would have been able to tell the difference. You looked like chunk from Goonies mm-hmm. or sloth, like the retarded oh, yeah, guy sloth, from the Goonies. Sorry. The, yeah, sloth. Sorry. The my bad. Physically handicapped guy. Yeah. Sloth. My bad. I That's who my sister went asked for Halloween this year. I saw that. That shit was awesome. Yeah, I'm jealous of them in uh in the, in the foreign country. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, know I mean, wanted to say. they really seem to be enjoying it. Lots of hiking and stuff like that to do. I I saw this morning that uh this morning or yesterday that a six hundred year old temple yeah, actually reading, burned down. Reading that. They hadn't gotten a chance to go see it, so they're you know, they're both disappointed that it happened and yeah. disappointed they didn't get to see it, but yeah. You know, losing something like that. But the uh the haunted house the only thing that really gets under my skin is is spiders. I mean, I'm not terrified of yeah. spiders. I yeah. just I don't like them. Yeah. And I'd probably crap my pants if nice. I had to be like in, you know, in the coffin of spiders like yeah. there used to be on Fear Factor. Um And I had read it one one of the people they that that tried it, they actually buried him alive. That's not surprising. I know and, Ashley said they made it like the longest someone ever made it was like 6 hours. Yeah, and, something like that. I so. mean, I'm all about an extreme scare experience, but I'm not willing to let people cut, you know, rip my fingernails off and yeah, waterboard no, no, me. Definitely and not. I've I've inadvertently waterboarded myself before <laughs> and and it's a less than desirable experience. Yeah, it's, you know, we were, it's not good times. We were we were doing like a dune buggy tour or something mm-hmm. like that when we were in the Dominican all through the mountains and mm-hmm. it had just rained. Yeah. And so we were putting, you know, handkerchiefs over our faces, yeah. you know, looking like banditos. Uh-huh. And when you go through the puddles, the water splashes up on you, and it it hits the handkerchief, and it's that sensation of drowning because yeah. it's smushing it against you, you can't get air in. And when yeah. you inhale, you just get the water droplets through the handkerchief. And I was like, oh, 
I can understand why this is a convincing method yeah. to to give up information or to just have a sheer panic. What do you want to know? Make this stop. The um I'm, the 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 waterboarding thing is is terrible. Like I, I know the dentist thing would freak me out. I don't know that I'd even be okay with being buried alive. Like that just seems utterly terrifying to be buried alive. Yeah, I mean the confined spaces thing doesn't bother me so yeah. much. I've worked in some really yeah. confined spaces and stuff like that. Yeah. Um I obviously curl up in a blanket at night to be mm-hmm. as snuggled as I can be. Yeah. That's my masculine admission yeah. for the night. Yeah. Shit happens. But uh I mean at least if you know you can breathe that's the biggest thing. The, yeah. the waterboarding sensation is the feeling that you can't breathe even though you're yeah. breathing. It's just Yeah. It's like someone screaming, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Well, you wouldn't be able to say anything if you couldn't breathe. It's a psychological aspect. And, yeah. You know, maybe the being buried alive thing is too. Yeah. I've never tried it other than going to the beach as a kid and you you bury each other except for your head. Yeah. You're not just under the ground with a straw. Yeah. The uh, that would, God, that would be terrible. They did that as a bit on one of the local radio shows at one point. Like they, they buried, they legitimately, like, and I've, I've listened to a story from the, uh, like a behind the scenes almost of the, of the people that were involved and they legit buried this kid alive and like just had like a, basically a, a four inch piece of PVC that was all he could get air and shit through. Which should be plenty. Yeah, but it's it still, he's like, it was the most terrifying thing ever. He's like, and they, you know, they, I guess they, part of the bit for the, whoever they were doing the advertising for was that it was like, there was a concrete company involved, so there was concrete around it. He's like, and it hadn't like fully dried and it could have caved in at any point and yeah. like really, dra- like it, he was, and I'm just like, man, see, that's what, that's why I never wanted to fucking be on, or to go through all the bullshit to get on radio. And hopefully they just let him get a little bell. And yeah. Ring it, hey. Yeah, basically. You know, saved by the bell, which yeah. is where the term actually comes from. Yeah, I was listening to one of my other podcasts. They were talking about the the coffins and like how they evolved through the years. Yeah, I think it was like the the 18, early 1800s. Yeah. Early 1800s, mid 1800s. Because if you go to Savannah, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys ended up going. Or we're if going. You, okay. If you go on some of like the, there's free walking tours while yeah. you're there. Um, they're done by locals and then mm-hmm. you just tip at the end instead of paying for it to yeah. start with and then tipping anyway. Yeah. They'll, they'll walk you through the big cemetery in the center of town and, and they'll talk about <clears throat> that the Saved by the Bell concept comes from that. It's, they were, they were concerned about burying people alive, mm-hmm. especially with, oh God, I thought it was scarlet fever. It might be yellow fever. Yeah. One of the big um, viral issues that kept killing people in mm-hmm. town. And they would bury somebody and they'd run a string down into the coffin to where if somebody woke up and they were buried, they could pull the string and ring the bell yeah. to be dug up before they suffocated. And thus the term saved by the bell was yeah. born. When I remember the the podcast we were listening to, apparently there was um, one of the other things they had tried. There were There were guys whose job was to literally smell through a tube that was placed in the casket up through the ground. Like it was their job to smell that the, the casket had rotted. Or that the body had rotted inside, really? and that it was like for sure dead. So, like there was there was a bunch of different innovations that they came up with throughout the years to try to stop people from being buried alive. And apparently, they still we've never actually buried anyone alive. Well, I don't know about that. I'm sure it's happened. There was, uh, oh, fuck. See, this is why I'm terrible at this. You just need to relax and woosa. Stop telling me what to do. So when you're there on vacation, yeah. you'll see some of the graves where people are buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put metal cages around them yeah. because there was a point in time where there was the fear that people would rise from the dead and yeah. the cages were supposed to hold them in. So even the zombie thing, as much as that's like a, a big resurgence in the last 10 years, yeah. has its up and downs too. Yep. And, you know, Savannah is a really cool city. Yeah, I think we'll you'll to, really enjoy it. Yeah, we're going to go up the Thanksgiving. Especially now that you're you're in better shape. Yeah. You can do a lot of the walking tours. Yeah. Um, I'll try and get you the name of the company that we use while we're there, and we can okay. share it on the website and stuff yeah. like that. That's cool. Check that out. Yeah, we're going up uh, thanks, like Thanksgiving Day, actually. We're skipping family festivities. That's good. We're going to be out of town, too. Yeah. Well, town. Well, out of state, out of uh, country, country, out of hemisphere. Yeah. Uh, out of out of the entire western hemisphere. Yeah. We'll still be in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. We'll be in China, mm. if anyone's trying to figure it out. We'll be in Shanghai and... And Beijing and stuff like that. Yeah. Should be fun. I'm jealous, kind of. And it, You know, yeah. it was surprisingly cheap. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to plug another a company or anything, but we, we used Groupon. Yeah. And I Groupon's think, never going to pay us. No, but I think 
I think the the trip ended up being really cheap. It was like six hundred and fifty bucks a person. Yeah. Um, it's government sponsored by China. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. It includes airfare from Boston International. They gave us a couple airports, mm-hmm. and we picked DC because we have friends in DC. We're going to go visit first. Yeah. But come to find out, regardless of what airport you pick, they just fly you to Boston from that airport anyway. Mm. Um, so we picked DC. We're going to fly to Boston. We fly from Boston to Beijing or Shanghai. I can't remember yeah. which one. Um, the trip includes the airfare. It includes all our inter-country travel, all our hotel stays, wow. our breakfasts, some of our lunches and dinners, all of the tours they take us on, which since it is a government um, subsidized trip, there's some mandatory tours. You have to go to a jade factory. You have to go to a silk factory, stuff yeah. like that. And they hope that you buy stuff. Yeah. Um, and you have a couple free days while you're there. And then you can extend like we – when we found the trip, we had the option to extend and do like a panda encounter. It's like three extra days and you get to play with baby pandas. Nice. Um, and then you can also, we were talking to them about trying to extend to do uh, Disney Disney Shanghai or Disney yeah. Beijing or something like that. Just yeah. because we figured what are the chances we'll get back over there at some point. Um, so there's there's a lot of stuff that you can you can do. But I mean, for 650 bucks a person, airfare halfway around the world, all your hotel stays in like four-star resorts. Yeah. We're super excited about dumplings. Yeah. Eating street food and stuff like that. I'm sure you would be too. I think you're a fan yeah. of like soup dumplings and mm-hmm. um, what's it, dim sum? Yeah, I love dim sum. So we're really excited about that. We, yeah. We've talked to some people that have gone on the trip and they're like, oh, well, you know, I brought I brought $1,000 with me and got massages every night and ate no matter what I wanted and drank whatever I wanted. And I still had like half of that left when I was done. Yeah. And I still bought a bunch of trinkets and stuff. Yeah. And, and we're not trinket people. We no. don't like to have yeah. that kind of stuff cluttering things up. So it, it's, you know, it ended up being a steal of a deal. Yeah. Um, and we found some other really good deals on there before too. Yeah. So you guys have done most of your traveling via Groupon, haven't you? Uh, all of our international stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've, I mean, at the risk of sounding like I'm bragging, which is not yeah. my intention. You well, know, if you're paying $600 to go to China, it's, it's, it's like cheap. The, it's the poor man's China. Right. And, and, you know, we're in the situation where we don't have kids yeah. or anything. So, and I don't have race car anymore. Yeah. Well, so, you do. It just, yeah, it's sits. it's in pieces. Yeah, but you know we we focus our money on on that that yeah. experience together, especially yeah. while we're young, and we've done Seattle mm-hmm. and Victoria, which is the like the vacate the Christmas vacation or the winter vacation yeah. spot for candidates on the West Coast. Yep. Um, we did Vegas. Which I would is hope not you wouldn't do Seattle and like Toronto. Yeah, we're gonna go complete opposite ends. Yeah. Um, we've done Iceland. Yeah. Which is, in my opinion, the most beautiful place I've ever been in my entire life, including when I lived in Alaska. It's mm-hmm. hands down gorgeous. Yeah. Um, we've done Ireland. We've done Scotland. Um, we've done Kenya. And then we did part of the Kenya trip was Zanzibar, which is um, yeah. a small island nation or a small island off of Tanzania. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done, ch- we're going to do China. Uh, and then we just booked a Peru trip. So we're oh, going to okay. go to Machu Picchu and stuff. The wife yeah. has an anthropology degree, so that's super exciting to her. Nerd. Yeah, we're nerds. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much of the original episodes and stuff are going to make it yeah. out, but, uh, you know, I brought up that I was a, a physics major in college, and, you yeah. know, she's got two bachelors. She's a micromolecular biology degree, an anthropology degree, and then she's got a master's in some medical thing. So, I mean, she's one of the smartest people I've ever met. And yeah. we're, we're definitely nerds. We crack up at nerd humor. Yeah. Well, that's nerd humor. is not that funny though. Yeah, but neither are we. That's true. Allegedly. That's true. No, we're, yeah, we're definitely not. The, uh, I don't, I don't know that I have as big of a desire to travel internationally. Um, I want to go to the UK. Um, which is international. Yeah. But that's the extent of where, like I would have zero interest in going to Africa. I think Why? I, don't, I, I just don't, there's nothing about it that I'm like, oh my god, I have to go see that. the The exception to that is my wife wants to swim with sharks at some point, and one of the better places, actually, probably one of the best places to do that is in South Africa. Right. But I you mean, can get Australia, a similar experience. Australia. Yeah, you can get a similar experience in San Francisco. I feel like you've got to be able to <laughs> swim with sharks somewhere here in Florida. You probably can, but the like, you're not going to get a great white here in Florida. You're almost guaranteed to swim with a great white in South Africa, in South Africa, Australia. or off the coast of California. Really? Yeah. Because there's, I don't. It, my wife will punch me in the face for not remembering what it was <laughs> because we've watched so many Shark Week or other shows about it. But there's a grouping of islands off of the coast of Mexico, just south of California, 
um, that is what they've determined to most likely be the main breeding ground for great whites. Really? Yeah. So, and there are, do you remember the news? There was news a couple months ago about a boat that burned down, like with 40 people on it. It was like a chartered cruise boat. Did they all get eaten by great whites? No, but the the boat caught fire and all 30 or 40 people on it died, but they were all out there for a week-long shark diving uh, expedition. Did one of the sharks set the boat on fire? I think so. Yes. I think that was, I think in the news story, one of the great whites was like, get out of our feeding ground. And gave him the middle fin. Middle fin. Give him the middle fin and then just, you know, flicked his cigarette into the gas tank of the boat. It's like a shark smoke. And brushed his mullet to the yeah. side. Yeah. He's... <laughs> the, but no, the, um, so we've, we've talked about maybe doing, um, like San Francisco for, for that at some point in the near future. Yeah. I mean, my parents, you know, my sister station in Okinawa, we talked about that yeah. earlier. Um, my mother is going to go over there to see her grandkids. Yeah. Um, and she's excited about it. And, you know, I encouraged my mother to, you know, fly into Tokyo or something and have my yeah. sister come meet her. That way they can get a little bit more experience because, mm-hmm. you know, as Americans or or even as people in general, we think of a specific area of the world as being one thing. And yeah. we, forget, we forget that, you know, Japan's a fairly long island. It's got yeah, a lot yeah. of people. There's a lot of cultural mm-hmm. differences between the north, you know, the middle of the south and yep. Okinawa as a whole. And, you know, my sister's an adventurer mm-hmm. and Absolutely. she's making trips to Southeast Asia while she's over there because they're dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. It's like going to, to Arkansas here. Right. Yeah. Except cheaper because yeah. inner country flights in the United States are terrible. Yeah. But my dad refuses to go. He's a, you know, he says that after his stroke, you know, he just really has a lot of anxiety sitting still for so long. So being on an airplane for 15 hours yeah. just isn't for him. And I can understand that it's, you know, we normally Benadryl up and, and drink the bar mm-hmm. cart dry and, and just sleep. sleep yeah. We found really good sleep. They're called turtles. They're, you know, neck braces mm-hmm. essentially that you fall asleep on. Um, but dad refuses to go. And, you know, when we tell him about our, our exciting adventures coming up, he goes, well, why aren't you traveling the U.S.? Why are you worried about going somewhere else? Yeah. And the answer that we give him is, in theory, we should be able to travel the U.S. at any point in time for the rest of our lives so long as we're citizens. Yeah. We don't know what the future holds as far as international travel and yep. boundaries and visas yeah. and, yeah. you know, forbidden travel, stuff yep. like that. And, you know, it's something that was brought up to us about going to China is, you know, what if something bad happens? Can you even get back? Yeah. You know, but, you know... My mother sees Hong Kong in the news, what's mm-hmm. going on there. And I'm not commenting on no. right, wrong, or otherwise. Yeah. But she's like, oh, my God, aren't you worried? I was like, Mom, we're not going to be anywhere near there. And she's like, but but Hong Kong's part of China. I was like, yeah, Mom, yeah. Texas and New York are both parts of the United States. And if yeah. there's something going on in one, it doesn't mean the other one yeah. has anything going on. Yeah. And and that's where I was coming from when I said, you know, Americans think everything's the same. Just, you know, yeah. well, China, China's all the same. And Japan's yeah. all the same. And you forget that China's essentially the same size as the United States. Yeah. Well, and, and it's weird that people don't recognize like from, cause I remember like in high school, like one of the, actually in middle school, we had to draw a, a world map almost to scale for, I don't remember what the scale size was, but like right. we, they picked a scale and we had to draw to that. And, like China's fucking huge. Yeah. China's not like this little like rinky dink country in the middle East. Like it's, it's gargantuous. It's, I believe Russia is the largest country. Yep. China's second and then we're third or yeah, I think we're third and China's either right above us or right below us, you know, and then Australia is the size of the contiguous 48 States essentially, which I never realized until I made friends with a a guy who lives in, in Brisbane and and we talked about it, Yeah, you know, but there's people that, so like when everything was going bad in Syria to start with, Mm -hmm. you know, and I talk to some people that they're like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's just a bunch of tents and you know, what's the big deal. And you know, those people aren't losing a lot. And do they even have running water, electricity? And and I had to tell them like, here's pictures of Aleppo. Yeah. You know, this is. Should have shown those to Gary Johnson. Oh, but you know, you don't think about it because that's not what you're exposed to. It's not what you think about. It's not what you research. It's not even on your radar. You just think, Oh, the whole middle East and every country over there is gypsies and merchants and they have camels. Yeah. And that's, you know, essentially what was said to me. And I, I tried to explain to them, no, 
you know, the same thing with, with Iran. People are like, oh, well, Iran's just a bunch of, you know, people in huts with camels. And I, I try to exp- explain to them yeah. the capital of Iran has more people than New York City. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's not just this. Everyone in Florida is Florida man. Everybody yeah. in California is a flamboyantly homosexual man. Yeah. You know, it. Yeah. It's it's not like that, and I and I think that's something. I think we talked about it last. It's been week. a very American thing to to believe that in general. I think, but you know, I don't know that it's just American. I think no. it's just human nature because when we were in, I think it was when we were in Scotland, we went on a tour, and there was a woman from some little island nation in the Mediterranean, mm. south of Spain or France. And it was common for us when people asked where we were from. Well, clearly we're overweight, white, yeah. English speakers. We're, we're American. Yeah. But the tour guide who was Scottish asked where we were from, and we told her. And mm-hmm. you know, the first thing out of her mouth is, ha, ha, how do you like that president of yours? Yeah. And we kind of laughed because yeah. it's essentially the greeting we got everywhere we went. And she's like, no, I'm just kidding. You know, I just wanted to give yeah. you a hard time. Well, and then – this woman from the little island nation starts giving us like a holy rash of crap. Yeah. You know, well, you voted for him and it's your fault and you're an idiot and this and that. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> hey. You understand that just because somebody, whether we voted for him or not. Yeah. You understand that not everybody from an entire region is guilty or innocent of one item yeah. because that's yeah. the way it turned out. Like all Saudi Arabians didn't do 9-11. Just 15 of them. Yeah. Sorry, 15 of the hijackers. Yeah, well, you know. Um, no, I, I, I fully get that. But it, it's, and I think as we've gotten quicker access to news and shit, it's easier to see the story from California about them, you know, getting rid of straws and that being, you know, because that's all you're allowed to see on social media based on, because they they cater it to what you, what you look at most. Right. Like, your, the news stories you want to see, as far as they're concerned, are the ones you constantly see. So you're going to automatically believe that everybody from California is a hippie that wants to get rid of straws and right. thinks that, you know, you, you can use whatever bathroom you want. Like, that's not the case. Also, everybody in Florida isn't fucking crazy. You know, we're not all out wrestling alligators and punching fucking sharks in the mouth. Like, no, but when you when you think about <clears throat> the stories, Florida is the Australia of the United absolutely. States. Absolutely. But like every screwed up story in the country seems to come from Florida mm-hmm. and Ohio. Yep. Or California. And California. Yep. Which, I mean, Florida and California are, are more of the populated yeah. states too. Well, and I know the, and I'm, I, the biggest reason that Florida, there's so many news stories that are available from Florida is just because of Florida's laws that, you know, everything is public record. Right. So a lot of the so, criminal stuff that yeah. goes on is the the defendant and yeah. the victims, it all becomes public records. So, and in, stuff, so they in can... Georgia, if a guy gets high on meth and eats his wife's face, it's harder to figure it out or find out about it than it is in Florida. That shit hits the wire in Florida and everybody knows about it. I remember when all that happened when the guy on the yeah. Miami Bridge was was eating face. I was yeah. a deputy when that happened. Nice. I was like, oh man, it sounds like I get to shoot somebody yeah. at some point. What are the what are the rules on engaging zombies? And, I mean, you're allowed to use deadly force in the state of Florida to prevent the commission of a forcible felony. Hmm. So I would say murder. And that was our law segment brought to you by Travis. He's a cop. <laughs> was a that cop. That is not legal advice. <laughs> I am not giving legal advice. I'm kidding. Uh, he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't know what he's doing. And he's not a cop anymore. He's not a cop anymore either. I can't introduce you as this is my buddy Travis. He's a cop. You can say he was a cop. He was a cop. But then I have to tell him the story about how you're not a cop anymore, and that's. It's know, a long story. It's a long story. We're not going to get and into it today. And it's an even longer story if you're trying to. Give my perspective instead of just the agency's yeah. perspective. Well, who cares about your perspective, though? It's a valid point. Your perspective doesn't matter. So your perspective st- isn't even as entertaining as the, the agency's perspective. Long story short, the way the agency sees it is yeah. Travis invited somebody under the age of 21 to his house to get them drunk and have sex with them yeah. and then arrested the girl's boyfriend when he beat the snot out of her yep. and then fabricated the entire story even though there was physical evidence to support yep. it. Yeah, seems about right. It sounds like sounds like the county we live in and the way they spend things. It sounds like something I do, right? That, yeah, absolutely. The uh, the the whole that whole if, if you Google my name right now, the very first thing that pops up is my deposition on that uh, the the one website that that was Volusia exposed. exposed. Yeah, um, the 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 very first result search result for me is my deposition on their website. Is it really? Yeah, the first or the second one, I think. Yeah. If you Google my name with 
quotes yeah. around it so that it searches the whole item together, it comes up with three things. It comes up with that, the whole sheriff's office situation. It comes up with the uh, car audio competition stuff. Okay. And then it comes up with a professional downhill mountain biker in Australia. Nice. Nice. Two of those are me. Yeah. It's up to you to figure out which. You, you, I'm sure you'll, sure they won't have a hard time. No. The, uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was mad because you, you know, throughout life, you, you Google yourself and you see yeah. what it is. And then I Googled myself a couple months ago for whatever reason. And I was like, oh, the first thing that popped up was that, was that fucking article from, I was like, are you serious? Like this son of a bitch. He's, he's the first fucking result on my, on my, my Google search. Does it make you feel bad that when Googling yourself, you come up as a secondary character? It makes me wonder how many companies I've interviewed with that I didn't get a call back from Googled me, saw that. And they were like, I don't know what's going on there. We're just going to, we're going to back off from that one. I'd tell you, I'm sorry, but I'm not. It's fine. I don't, I I don't want to work for companies that would do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to work for somebody that would do some shit like that anyway. That's fine. The, uh. I just I was like I was like man that is that is some absolute bullshit. The uh do you want to uh do you want to do this disgusting ass uh fucking shit you brought to drink this week? The hard to swallow situation? Gross. I didn't want to say hard to swallow. It just God, gives, me the the the... It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. We got to come up with a new name. Hard to swallow. Blech. Hard to swallow. Yep. We <laughs> should call it the things that make you go Buh. segment. No. All right. So it... I tried. <laughs> it's Mad Dog or MD 2020. Dub dub. And it is the flavor of banana red. I don't understand how that's a flavor. It was an amazing $4.29 at my local Stop and Rob. Did you did you get that from the the drive-through gas station up here on the on the on the on the road coming in? I did not. I got it from a a, a convenience store right down the road from my house that oh, okay. used to be a gas station but nice. has no more gas pumps. Yeah. The uh, with, both with of the sweet steel roll down shutters. Nice. Yeah, all all of those have these. Both of the drive through gas stations on the street up here uh, sell that like right by the register. Yeah, it, along with Alize. Alize. Yeah, it's um, it's like uh, it's like poor man's hypnotic. Oof. Yeah, it's 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 real hypnotic is like poor man's hypnotic. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's so it's it's just a different version of Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. See, so this one had Cisco. Yep, Cisco's and Boone's Alize's. Farm. Yep. Oh, Boone's Farm. Fuck. And MD2020. What's the first thing you ever got hammered drunk off of? Um, and I'm talking like shit-faced. Well, the first time I ever drank, I got shit-faced. Yeah, uh, me too. We we had an older family member slash friend, whatever, of ours buy us a case of Bush. Not Ugh. Bush. <laughs> old Milwaukee. Oh, that's even worse. And... We also got a handle of whatever the cheapest spiced rum was we could, Ugh. which is to this day why I don't drink spiced rum. Yeah. And because I didn't know what I was doing, I was mm-hmm. like 16 or 17 years old. Yeah. I'm a little old to start drinking. Yeah. Uh, we were using the cap from the rum to take shots and chasing it with beer. Oh, God. So me and a buddy split a 12-pack. Yeah. And at least half a handle of rum having never drank before, uh. and I I hugged the porcelain mm-hmm. throne, yeah. um, which is one of only three times I've ever done that in my entire life, vomited yeah. from drinking. Yeah. And I hurt so bad. The next day, the buddy who was in from out of town, yeah. myself and my girlfriend at the time, were supposed to go to uh, Universal Studios. I think it was before Islands of Adventure was even open. And I hurt so bad. I I couldn't concentrate, and yeah. I was the driver. Oh, God. You know what I mean? It, yep. It, and it was just, it was a really terrible scenario. And I didn't drink again until yeah. I was like 21, 22 years yeah. old. I I actually waited to get drunk the first time until I was like, I was probably 20. I'm going to pour a little bit over ice because I'm not, I'm not drinking this shit warm. That's for sure. You have to. <laughs> you can pour it over ice, man. But the first thing I ever got drunk off was uh, E&J. Um, and I. E&J. Brandy. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like. I'm a professional alcoholic, and brandy isn't good still. It's it's not. The problem with E&J is it's not like. I don't personally think there's a good brandy in the world, but E&J is like middle of the road to bottom of the barrel brandies. Um, and it's. I drank the, the fifth, the smaller bottle. I drank one of those by myself. Ooh, it's a bad start. Yeah. Uh, I... I remember I slept in my truck because 
I was walking down the sidewalk to my truck to leave. And I even recognized that, like, I couldn't walk a straight line. So I just got in the truck and went to sleep. You know, like, you'll repeat that scenario, not being able to walk a straight line when yeah. you're in Savannah. Oh, well, hopefully. That's my goal. Go to Wet Willie's. Oh, okay. Well, it'll only take me, like, one drink to get hammered. Yeah, which is, like, seven bucks. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. It's about what I pay for a fucking Red Bull and vodka pretty much anywhere I go. Yeah, but this is, like, 190 proof with real fruit, no hangover. Nice. It's nice. it's legit. That's good. I like that. The... uh but yeah, no, fuck. So I will, I will not. I won't drink brandy at all. But you, you even show me a bottle of ENJ, and my stomach just turns over. It's you know, ugh. but at least you you ruined a, an alcohol that nobody drinks anyway. Yeah. No, I can't. I just can't have. If spice I couldn't rum. drink Captain Morgan, like because I I I enjoy. What's weird about me is I like I like Captain Morgan, but I also prefer Captain Morgan only with Pepsi over Coke. See, if I have to drink rum, yeah. It, the silver rum, yeah. With a diet soda, it just seems to mix better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, what was that? Was it Tattoo? Like the raspberry super, super dark rum from Captain at one point? Uh, I, th- I think so. Mix that with Mountain Dew and it's surprisingly huh. acceptable. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I'm a I'm a whiskey person yeah. or a vodka person. I prefer whiskey and vodka. The wife's a tequila person. Ugh. If you get the right stuff. I yeah. mean... I know a lot of people love the the Patron because yeah. of the name and, and all that bull crap. But Milagro, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever had it, is I'll see if I can bring some over at some point in the future. Yeah. It's there's no need for fruit mm-hmm. or citrus or, or or salt or anything. It's literally just a very good yeah. tequila to sit and sip. So okay. long as it's cold. Yeah. You know, so it and it's a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. than than the vodka like that you drink and whatnot. Yeah. It's like 40 bucks a handle, yeah. but it's a much better drinking tequila than, and you just get the silver, not the Resposado or yeah. anything like that. And it's a much better tequila than the Patron or the mm-hmm. Jose or, yeah. or what's the other one? Whatever the, the mainstream brands are. Yeah. Fuck you, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. You're ruining our neighborhood. All right. Let's drink this Mad Dog 2020. Right. Have at that. I'm going to uh, drink it straight from, God, it from the bottle. God, it smells disgusting. It's 13%? It is a grape wine with natural flavors and certified colors with 13% by volume. And there's a banana and a grape on the front. It looks like dick and balls. It's actually not that bad. Oh, that's unfortunate. I wanted to get you something terrible. I mean, listen. Oh, you know what it tastes like? Dick? No, there was like a juice when we were kids that was that like banana strawberry flavor. Yeah, And that's what it tastes like. So... Some, if I were homeless, yeah, I would say this is by far what I would go for for less than five dollars, thirteen percent by volume. We, should we give ratings on the hard to swallow things we drink? But give two ratings: one rating as we know it to be as not homeless, and then people. one as if we were homeless. I mean, if we're going to continue to do alcohols like I did on yeah. on the committee of gentlemen, yeah, I, I would do it that way. Um, My homeless rating for this would be like a nine. How many hobo thumbs up do you give? I it? give it four hobo thumbs up out of five. Okay, so. I didn't know if we were going with. Well, I said nine, and then well, now I'm. Well, giving I mean, four. out of five, that means there's six hobos and one lost a thumb. Yeah, that's in a, correct. In a shooting related yeah. incident we or should something we should, like the lady we in the do is ice give cream it hobo truck. teeth. How many hobo teeth do you give it? Ooh. Hmm. So is a high number good or is a low number good? A low because, number is better. You no. Know, so like one tooth that we call old chomper. Yeah, yeah. That's the good rating. Yep. Yep. So two teeth is the max. Okay. So this is not a gum job. Yeah. No, this is not. This is not a velveteen rub. The uh, don't Google that. Where's that ice cream truck? Yeah. Um. God, that's gross. Um. If my non-homeless rating is like a three and a half, like. Is this better or worse than the brandy? This is better. I would. This doesn't make my stomach turn yet. I'm sure it will. Is at this some better point. or worse than the keg of Yingling? Uh, better than the keg of Yingling. Really, yeah, you rate Yingling you. that bad? What's an average? What is average for you? Average I, I mean, obviously what? a five well, on a scale of one is, to ten. But beer is hard for me to judge because I don't like most beers. Okay. So my favorite quote unquote not mainstream beer is Fat Tire. Really? Yeah. Just like, the I enjoy brown lager. Yeah. Or brown I, ale or whatever. It it's is. like a it's actually like a white ale or some shit is what they label it on the bottle, I thought. That's weird. It's from or New Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, it's Bel- yeah, it's Belgium well, the brand white is, ale or something. The brand shit. is New Belgium. Yeah. Regardless. Like I like Fat Tire. Other than Fat Tire, I'm Coors Light, Bud Light. Just something Miller Light. as mild as possible. Yeah. Have you have you tried any of the uh like uh Central American and Caribbean beers like the 
the Kalik and the Saul. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've had Corona. Yeah, not. I don't like Corona though. Never have. If you ever get the chance to have Corona extra on draft, yeah. try it on draft. It's a lot better. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer in beers on draft are better than beers in bottles or cans anyway. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in soda from a fountain is better than sodas in bottles and cans. Usually, yeah. So. Dr. Pepper is the one that sells me on that theory entirely. Yeah. Pepsi, for me, sells me on that theory. Okay. Also, I, I prefer Pepsi over Coke. Fucking fight me. I prefer Pepsi Max mm-hmm. over any of the other basic colas. I honestly haven't had a soda in over a year. That's good. Like, I not even die. Like, I've tried to have a couple of diet sodas, and they're just too carbonated for me. So, like, I, I don't bother. But, like, I've not even purchased and consumed a soda in well over almost two years. We, uh, which is great, especially yeah. cause you know, you're, you're in the effort to lose weight yeah. and then you had the surgery and, yeah. and obviously that makes it more difficult. Yeah. We've, you know, we've been doing the, the dietary habits and stuff and I drink a ton of water. I mean, yeah. minimum a gallon a day, yeah. minimum. And I told the old lady the other day, I was like, listen, I'm getting tired of just drinking water. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not drinking beer anymore, which yeah. used to be my break is on the weekend. I drink some beers, but yeah. we're, we're trying to cut out that stuff too, to, to lose weight. Yeah. So I told her, I'm like, I need something. So she started giving me like the Mio or the Publix brand, yeah. the little squirt stuff to put in water. Yeah. And that was fine. But then if we go to Chick-fil-A, they're one of the few places that has Diet Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. And Diet Dr. Pepper is probably one of the better sodas out there to me. If I needed a soda for whatever reason, it would 100% be a Diet Dr. Pepper. And, and out of the fountain, it's yep. better than out of the can or the bottle. Yep. So I told her, I'm like, listen, if we're... Because we're using Instacart because we yeah. don't go shopping for ourselves. We hate being around people. Yeah. We just want to hide. Uh, I asked her, can you pick up Diet Dr. Pepper for me? And she gets a little like seven ounce cans, yeah. which, you know, it's fine. It's enough to to break the monotony of water. Mm-hmm. And I'll drink one with dinner every other day or whatever yeah. it is. And it's not the same as in the fountain. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel as bubbly. It doesn't yeah. feel as good. Yeah. But it, it's still a good change of pace. Yeah. And What's weird is that's kind of my break now because I'm not drinking beer. Mm-hmm. But growing up, like I never really drank soda. I yeah. was not a soda person at all. All through my twenties, I never drank soda. Man, I I was I was a soda fiend. I would, at the very least, I would drink a forty four ounce fountain soda every day. Really? At the in some there were days where I would drink two of those or sometimes three. Wow. But every day I would drink at least one. Like I was And you're drinking a standard sugar full soda or a diet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would drink a forty four ounce Pepsi or a forty four ounce Mountain Dew. Wow. Every day. You know Because they're seventy nine cents. But so is the sixteen ounce one and fat me is like fucking give me the forty four ounce one. Get the bigger one. Yeah. You know, I know I know you know Louie. Yep. You know, so in high school. Louis drank soda. You know, we're all in better shape in high school. We have the metabolism to support it. He drank mm-hmm. soda. He got into college, kept drinking soda. Yep. But I can remember going to his house and always, always, always soda, soda, soda. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, five different types of soda. Dad drank soda. Mom drank yep. soda, everything. He got to a point where he said, all right, well, I want to start losing weight. Yeah. And he made a single change. He moved from regular soda to diet soda. And yep. he lost like 25 pounds. Yep. And I was like, hey, man, try giving up soda altogether and yeah. watch what happens. Yeah. You know, and- and it's amazing that just that one little change yep. makes a difference. And, you know, I'm sure you've seen it cutting out because I know you've moved over to a less processed food, a less, yeah. I yeah, don't want to say a low carb diet, but no, you just have moved away from I processed I try to garbage. not eat processed shit. I, and that I don't, makes a huge difference in the way your body operates. I don't hold myself to under 50 carbs or 25 carbs or whatever. I don't count carbs. I don't look at them. I just try to eat real food. And that's good. And that's that's literally between that and not eating soda, I'm I'm or not drinking soda, I'm 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 perfectly happy. I've told my dad the same thing. You know, my dad's borderline diabetic. I'm throwing up yeah. the air quotes because yeah. I hate the term borderline. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to explain to him, Dad, listen. You know, you're saying you're eating way less. You're exercising four miles of walking every single day. And it's been six months and you've not lost any weight. Yeah. And it's like, it's, something doesn't make sense. You're yeah. either eating when you're, you're cheating not. cheating somewhere. Right. You're, yeah. you're either not exercising as much as you think you are, or you're eating more than you think you are. You know, I'm not trying to accuse you of being a yeah. fibber because no. I don't think you're, you're intentionally doing it. I just think you don't realize how much you're doing. Yeah. And I tried to encourage him to keep a food diary and stuff like that. And he just yeah. didn't want to, because nobody really wants to put in the extra effort. Mm-hmm. But I started pushing him. I'm like, all right, dad, instead of bread. Because bread's a processed carb. Yep. Eat a potato. You know, instead of sugar-added peanut butter, 
get a natural peanut mm-hmm. butter. You know, just just get stuff that doesn't have sugar in it. If yep. you're going to eat carbs, eat naturally occurring carbs. Your body's more prepared because I'm I'm a believer in evolution. Yeah. That over the last couple hundred thousand years, your body has gotten to this point where it can produce things that occur naturally in nature better than it can process things that are are man-made. And, you know, he started moving to it and he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really good about how much I eat now. And we ate dinner with them and they made asparagus and Brussels sprouts and and chicken or salmon or something like that. And then they also made red potatoes. Yeah. Well, mom and dad won't touch the Brussels sprouts or asparagus because it's green and it's gross. Yeah. But they ate between the two of them, like two pounds of little red yeah. potatoes. But I would rather see my dad eat the potatoes than French fries. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially froze, flash well, frozen French fries. I don't know if you know, but, and I just found them and they're, they're pretty good. Um, there's a brand of potatoes that they sell. I've seen them at Publix, um, but I, I'm sure they have them elsewhere. But it's the University of Florida helped develop them via manipulating other, like multiple types of potatoes into one. Potatoes? Yeah. Um, but they, they created a basically a low carb potato where it's like four or five grams of carbs per potato. Really? Yeah. So in there, they don't taste any different to me. They don't have like the ingredients on the bag just reads potatoes, like whatever. I did a little bit, tiny amount. So somebody will probably correct me because this is what people do. Right. But the, from what the little bit that I read, they literally just planted a couple of different together and like created their own. Right. They hybridized. They hybrid. Yeah. Um, and, and created this low-carb potato. Like, the ingredients don't have a bunch of silly shit on the bag. And like they're it, still complex carbs. They're not yeah. simple carbs, which is another big thing. Yep. So, I, you know, and I don't have any right now, but, like, I we, we got a bag of them the other day, and or, like, a couple weeks ago, and they, they're they fine. We made, like, really? a tw- little twice-baked potato deal with them. They're pretty good. I mean, we we pretty heavily avoid that. Yeah. I think I, I sent you a, a picture of my scale the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, we were... We were losing weight really good. I made it from like 340 yeah. all the way down to like 270. Yeah. And then we went we went on a, a trip to the Dominican. Mm-hmm. I think I was talking about it earlier where we went dune bugging and stuff. And, and we ate whatever we wanted while we were there because it was all yeah. inclusive and, and did whatever we wanted and over drank and over ate and buffets and ate carbs mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And I gained some weight back and I've not been able to get back into the 270s. Yeah. You know, I was, I was stuck like in the upper 280s. To lower 280s because I flux 10 pounds within yeah. a day and I'm back down just the other day to 270 yeah and I weighed myself this morning I'm like 272 yeah which 270 was a dehydrated weight from drinking yeah. over the weekend yeah um, but I was like 272 this morning and it feels good I want to get back to like 240 where I was yeah. when we got engaged but it's one of those things like we cut out the carbs mm-hmm. and this is where we're at. And it's nice to finally be under it. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're typically a 20 carb or less type family. Yeah. And like today I was doing the math. I was like, uh Oh, I need to eat something. I'd yeah. eaten a bowl of beanless chili before I came over. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And then I, you know, a little bit of cheese and stuff and it's like, Oh, well I'm gonna have to figure something else out. Yeah. And we're, you know, I, I, I brought up that we're going to China here around Thanksgiving. So that's about a month away. Mm hmm. Ashley and I are talking about doing the full carnivore concept yeah. until we get there, you know, to just really hammer it home towards like all we're eating is meat and cheese and eggs. Yeah. So we're under like three carbs for the day to see if we can drop another 10 pounds because my huge ass doesn't really fit into an airplane seat. Yeah. And the airline that we're flying on to go to China says you're not allowed to have an exit row seat unless you're under 100 kilograms, which for anyone listening, that's about 220 pounds. Yeah. So like. I don't understand what they think somebody who weighs 200 pounds can do with an emergency exit uh-huh. door that I can't do. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> but. Have to be moved by you to get out the door. Right. But, you know, it's one of those things that's like, oh, well, you know, 100 kilograms or less. And fortunately for me, anyone who knows what I weigh is really surprised. Yeah. But, you know, I think the potatoes, potatoes with a B, mm-hmm. bravo, are probably a good thing to try. Yeah. But just generally speaking, it's don't put garbage in your body. Pretty much. That's what I've, that's the, the, I, I had the, the weight loss surgery. And, and one of the things that, you know, I, I've learned is don't put garbage in your body. And like I, you know, I, I make a conscious effort now to not eat a bunch of processed bullshit. Like I don't go to McDonald's and get, other than like an egg or a sausage, and I only get specific eggs at, at McDonald's because they're, I know which ones they use that are real eggs. Right. Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. 
So I, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not pulling up in the drive-thru and getting uh, two McChickens and a 10-piece nugget on my way to work, you know, with a 32-ounce soda. All that breaded, yeah. all that sugar. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that shit anymore. And, and that's a, for a lot of people, that change is, is huge. And oh, yeah. Just, you know, but you have to stick to it. And like you were saying about your dad who, you know, is doing this and that and he's not seeing any... As somebody who used to do this and that, right? I, know, I was walking four miles, but I was also getting McDonald's on the way to work. Yeah, and you know, I talked about that with a wife <laughs> at one point that you're eating a lot better at home, but you'd stop and get like two McDoubles on the way yeah, to work, and absolutely. it's like, well, are you hungry? No, no. Just but bored. I passed McDonald's. I want something yep. to eat. Yep. You know, and and that's that's the habit. That's the yeah. whole idea. And you used to be a smoker. You know mm-hmm. this too. The it's not, I need a cigarette. It's, yeah, it's one. a habit. Oh, I got yeah. out of the car. It's time to smoke. Yeah. Oh, I got in the car. It's time to mm-hmm. smoke. And, and the habits are the really hard part to break. Mm-hmm. And you going to the gym on a regular basis, which why, by the way, I'm super proud of you. Yeah. It, it takes a week or two to get in the rhythm of, all right, yeah, I don't want to go. It sucks. It's inconvenient. Yeah. I got better shit to do. Mm-hmm. I could sleep. I could, I don't know, drink. I could, yeah. you know, watch TV. Yeah. But after you do it for like a week or two, then you're like, all right, man, I really want to go. Well, and, and I'm to the point now where even like a couple of days this week I had to work late and I I didn't get home until like 7. And by 7, I'm usually trying to wind down, watch TV, you know, relax. Right, I, you're I, I try to go, Yeah, I try to go to bed between 9 and 10. But I'm to the point now where, you know, I came home at 7 and I, I would have normally just went to bed and tried again tomorrow. And I, I put my shit on and went to the gym at, you know, 7, 7.30. Yeah, the group of us figure that out when you're like, oh, guys, I can't play any yeah. Red Dead Redemption. I'm going to the gym. Yeah. We're like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I miss it. I would I would like to play more Red Dead Redemption, but, but know, I got to stay in the habit. And you do. And, you know, I, I really wish, going on to a personal note, mm-hmm. I really wish that you had been this into it. When, Me too. When, when you I were? was yeah, yeah, when I was a six-day-a-week, you know, yeah. two-hour-a-day kind yeah. of person, or even when I was at the sheriff's office. On your lunch break at the gym? Yeah, I'd take yeah. my lunch break, and you work nights, so any night, you know, you'd get home at 1 o'clock or whatever it yeah. is, so you could have come to the gym with me at 2. And I did once just, or twice. Yeah, but it... I didn't do anything. I walked right. on the treadmill. And, you know, unfortunately, during that time in my life where I was, you know, the kind of guy that committed and tried to kill myself in the gym every night, and, yeah. and, and my goal was either you pass out or you vomit... Yeah. It didn't bode well for people that were just trying to ease into it because yeah. if I pushed you the it's way hard. I push myself, you know, it's like, oh, once or twice and then you're done. Well, and, and that's not fair of me. The hard part for that, especially from your perspective is, is or from my perspective, is that I, I knew I needed the help and that's the help I needed, but I didn't want it at the time. So it's, if that makes sense, like no, you, it does. I needed the help that you were offering at the level you were offering it at. But I, I, I didn't want it. Like, I, I wanted no part of it. No, I understand. I was, so you know, I, <laughs> I was Jillian Michaels yeah. to an extent. Basic, yeah. And yeah. I used to, you know, regularly, every two weeks, mm-hmm. I'd look for a new workout partner and I'd say, if you can bring the commitment, meaning you make us go to the gym every single day because yeah. it's easy to find an excuse, yep. I will bring the motivation you know, in every single person that ever stuck it out with me for a couple months, yeah, they didn't feel like they saw results, but everyone that they'd run into, mm-hmm. they'd be like, man, are you working out? Yeah. Man, you look like you're working out. You look like you're getting bigger or, yeah. you know, you're getting a lot leaner. Yeah. Whatever they told me the goal was, yeah. I could work towards that. Yeah. I just needed someone to bring my ass to the gym every day to make sure that I was killing it. Completely off topic, uh, funny story or on topic, but off topic. So though my uh, father-in-law's birthday was uh, Monday or Tuesday, Monday, Monday. Yeah. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Um, we stopped at Sonny's and got dinner and took it out to them and hung out. But there's this, like, 20-something-year-old, like, fairly fit guy sitting at the bar at Sonny's having a beer. And his family walks in, and I guess the the father hadn't seen him in a while. And he was like, he was like, oh, he's like, look at you. He's like, you hit the gym one day. You look like a new man. And he's like, must be out chasing all that pussy. <laughs> and, like, standing next to his mom. And his mom just laughs, thinks the shit's funny, and I'm, I'm literally like I'm standing in the corner like mortified slash laughing, <laughs> and you don't even know them. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking. I couldn't imagine that shit. But that goes to say that you know people notice, you know, they, the they changes, do. and and it's one of those things. And I think we've talked about it before that it's a matter of how often you see somebody. Yeah, you know, if you see somebody once every month or two months or six months, the changes are more drastic. Absolutely. Than if you see someone every day, you yeah. know, I see myself every day. I, I don't see my beard getting any longer. Yeah. Somebody that sees me every couple months are like, holy shit, dude, your beard's ridiculous. Now that I see you weekly, 
I don't notice it getting as long. Like it looks right. the same, you know, to me. It's been almost but, two years since I shaved. Well, I was I was gonna my for Halloween I was gonna dress up as one of my coworkers who I am very similar to. Like we think the same shit's funny. He's a, he's an older guy. We we joke that he's my dad. Um, but the uh, I was gonna dress up as him and like we sit next to each other and we were gonna swap desks like the whole deal. Um, and I was like, but he had I had to shave or I would have had to shave. And I was like, I I don't wanna. Like I, I keep my beard trimmed. I don't let it grow crazy right. like you do. But like I, I just I don't want to shave. Like I, I'm not yeah. interested. I haven't used a razor on my skin since in six and a half years. Holy shit! Yeah, damn. So you figured I left the sheriff's office in 2012. Yep. My um, appeal. Mm-hmm. My I can't remember what it's called. It was my appeal where I ended up winning, and they said I shouldn't have been fired. Yeah. It was in February of 2013, and I haven't used a razor on my face since the day of my appeal. Yeah. You know, and and if I can help it, I don't ever want to again. And yeah. I've gone to jobs, you know, you walked into a place. Mm-hmm. I walked into a gun store and, you know, I'm, I'm going to brag on myself or, or be yeah. an asshole or cocky or whatever it is. Every job I've ever worked, I've, I've excelled at, I've quickly moved into a management style position, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, I walked into a gun store and I'm like, all right, man, I'm, I'm into guns. I can figure this out. I can, I can move up real quick. You know, they've got 30 locations. Yeah. And I, I talked to the manager. I walked in, the manager said, Hey, what can I do for you? And I was like, Oh, I want to bring in my application, my resume, former law enforcement, this and that. Yeah. He's like, all right, man, before we go any further, I just want to ask you, he's like, how do you feel about shaving? You know, cause I hadn't shaved in, yeah. in six months at that point, yeah. you know, or let me rephrase that. Over the course of my beard, I've knocked it down with clippers, but yeah. I've never taken a razor to my skin. And I probably yeah. had six months worth of growth at that time. And I looked at it and I'm like, well, do you just mean keep it well kept, which I'm fine with? Yeah. Or do you mean like skin? He's like, oh, skin. And I was like, nah, man, I'll never do that again. He's yeah. like, all right, well, for what it's worth, you got to be clean shaven so you can wear yeah. a, a dust mask and we can we can clean the range and stuff. I'm like, all right, man, well, I appreciate yeah. you taking the time and being that forthright with me because I'd hate to waste your time or waste mine. Yeah. And- like I said, I'm I'm cool with knocking it down like yours mm-hmm. is. I know nobody can see it. But, yeah. You know, quarter inch in length or something like that. You know, somewhere between a quarter inch and three quarters of an inch. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm not shaving my face clean again nope. unless the situation dictates that it's really worth it. Yeah. Someone offers me a federal job. Hey, yeah. my buddy who worked out at NASA. Hey, man, we really need some extra people. Your background, your training, stuff like that. It's way ahead yeah. of everybody else out here. Why don't you come apply? Okay, well, $60,000, $65,000 a year to start with plus federal retirement, yeah. I'll shave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, the dick off for $12 no. an hour selling guns no, to I'm eventually good. run the store? No, that's, that's cool, man. That's, I, that's my thing. Like, I, I don't I don't feel like in my line of work, which is, is not anything important in the grand scheme of things, or very important in the grand scheme of things, however you look at it, um, but I'm just not, I'm not willing to shave. I'm just not, I don't, I don't think I'm doing anything that would require me to. It's 2019. Shit doesn't matter. Well, in you know, like you've got forearm tattoos. Yep. I mean, I wear long sleeves almost every day. I I stop at my wrist, and I I have long sleeves for like interviews and shit. But I, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna cover up my tattoos. Like, oh, you know, if I have to wear long sleeves, I have to wear long sleeves. But I'm I'm really gonna try not to. Yeah, and it's and actually I'm, one of the questions I ask. What's the dress code? Yep. No, no, I ask. You know, what is your what is your company stance on like tattoos and and facial hair? You know, and and I I've asked it in interviews before, and and. In the midst of an interview, you know, just said, no, this probably isn't going to be for me. I'm I'm on board with it so I'm, long as you know that you can survive without yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rarely look for a job because I don't – actually, I've never looked for a job because I didn't have one. <laughs> yeah. I've always looked for a job to better myself. No, I understand. So. And I mean, I've – you've probably seen this more recently, but I, I wear long sleeves almost yeah. all the time at this point, especially when it's summertime out and mm-hmm. it's really hot in Florida. Yeah. My father-in-law ended up with skin cancer. He had yeah. melanoma and, and, you know, had to go through all kinds mm-hmm. of treatment and stuff like that. I'm just not – I'm not a big fan of being out in the heat. I don't yeah. really give a crap about having a tan. Yeah. The shirts that I wear at this point are like fishing shirts that are nice and cool. They breathe yeah. well. They're sweat wicking, all that bull crap. Yeah. So I don't have an issue wearing a long sleeve shirt most of the time. So people who don't know me probably mm-hmm. think I'm covered in tattoos because anytime I show up anywhere, yeah. I'm wearing long sleeves. Yeah. You know, but – I know, <laughs> I know we're probably getting close. How are we looking on time? Uh, we are at 59 minutes. And we haven't even gone into anything that's no, even relatively funny. Not even at all. We've just been bullshitting for like an hour. 
if anybody managed to listen this long, yeah, okay, here's All a three here's an exciting, ridiculous story that you'll know that nobody else will because you're all of our listeners. Uh, my crazy ex girlfriend apparently now owns an ice cream truck, has become a lesburn, yeah, um, has or a child with a murderer, again. born she's again lesburn. Bor- oh, she's a born again lesbian, yeah, um, and has nine fingers, nine fingers. Count them, all nine of them. And my butthole may or may not have seized one. Also, the guy that I I work with that I was, I was going to dress up as, he in an office entirely full of mostly women. Uh, somebody said something about counting something, and I was like, oh, I can count to twenty if I take my shoes off. And in the middle of the the whole fucking office, he's like, I can count to twenty one if I get naked. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, and thought the shit was okay, and everybody laughed awkwardly and left the office. Was it not okay? Did it, it come back to not no, be okay? No, it, it, it's been okay so far. I don't know how. I don't know how much. You know how much longer that'll be true. We'll see. You know, it's interesting though. I'll keep you, you updated on him. <laughs> it's interesting that you say that's the cringe moment mm-hmm. when I worked with a guy who literally, in front of men and women in the office, said all women are good for is sex because they're dumb whores. Didn't he get a promotion? He didn't get fired. There you go. I mean. Men are scum. Well, no, it just, you know, look at all these whores, all they're good for is sex and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's just not, like, I understand locker room talk. People are going to yeah. say shit they probably shouldn't say. And, but, but, you know, when I'm in a work environment, I think about what would I say in front of my mother? Yeah. And then probably even more restrictive than that. Even yeah. like meeting women for the first mm-hmm. time. And I'm happily, you know, married to my old lady yeah. and stuff. But if I'm in front of women I've never met before and we're out in public somewhere, I'm not going to use profanity in front of them until they do. Yeah. You know, and that's... See, I don't care too much about that. Um, I just want to be respectful. And, yeah. and the same thing within an office environment. Like, I, I've never dated anybody I worked with. I don't really think it's a good idea for anybody mm-hmm. to do. And, and don't get me wrong. I've worked with attractive women before. I, I only dated people I worked with when I worked at the, the call center and I... It was a very large call center, like four floors, five or six different accounts, and I would only date people on other accounts. You know, and, and that makes a little bit more sense, but yeah. like I've I've seen people that literally work next to each other every day and they date each other. Well, then uh, when something doesn't go right, it's a huge yeah, mess. Yeah. And and not to get into politics. Oh god. But Here we go. there's there's a California representative that just got jammed up yeah. right, wrong, or Had otherwise for for dating somebody on her campaign. And it's like, yep. well, you know, Mike Whedon brought this up, you know, when we, there was an incident where a, f- a friend that's a mutual friend was all bent out of shape what thinking that, that it's some guy yelling his Halloween. It's, it's the purge. It. I fucking hate people. But, you know, Mike ran into an incident where, where a mutual friend of all of ours was all bent out of shape because, you know, he knew the girl that our buddy was talking to. Yeah. And would talk to her, you know, it'd be like me talking to your wife and yeah. you're getting mad that I'm talking to your wife. And it's like, hey, it man, makes you, me kind of mad. but you can read everything I've ever said to her and mm-hmm. I never have an issue with yeah. it. And this was the same thing. But, but, you know, it's like, well, his exact statement is shut that goddamn dog up. His exact statement is why would I try and have sex with somebody you're trying to have sex with or that you're dating? Yeah. There's plenty of other people out there. Yeah. That, that I can pay attention to, you yeah. know, and in, in, in the whole idea, and I know this is on the first episode that hasn't been aired, Yeah, you know, would you date or have sex with a friend of yours's ex? Yeah. Would well, not. And, and I wouldn't either. I, I try to avoid that entire situation because my opinion is my, my range of people that I would date or have mm-hmm. sex with, even if your ex is in there other than being your ex, being your ex, they're not qualified. And there's a lot of other people out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. how many millions of people in this country that you can choose from? And why are you going to choose somebody that's going to possibly cause you issues with a friend of yours? Absolutely. That doesn't make any sense. Same concept with dating somebody you work with. Same thing with, oh, yeah. with yeah. saying, you know, buddy shit in front of people you work yeah. with. Like you don't work with your buddies. Yeah. Unless you own your own business and only yeah. your buddies work with you. But you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm with you. Fuck Nobody me. can see me shrugging and yeah. No, I, I know, I know. Well, we are now over an hour, which is uh, which is good. So and it's not funny. It's not. It's probably not gonna be. <laughs> Just talking. Yeah, I uh, I think it went well though. I feel like I'm getting a little more comfortable. I like it a lot more. 
Yeah. So got to get. Uh, I, I've done. I think I've done a better job of staying in one position near the mic. So. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it. I don't know how much better you sound or we'll, you don't. We'll Hopefully, I I was consistent. Yeah, well, I doubt um, it. You're not consistent with much of anything. No, just disappointment. I'm yeah. consistently disappointed. Consistently disappointed. Um, I know it's the end of the podcast. Yep. Or at least this this instance, this issue, this yeah. installment. Yep. Episode. This installment. Um, and at the beginning is when I should mention this, but we are still doing the uh, buttholes of Africa calendar. Yep. yep. Um sorted through some of the pictures. Yep. So hopefully we can get that up and available to people soon. Yep. Uh, definitely. It is National Geographic quality photos of buttholes of animals in Africa from when we went to Kenya and went on safari. Uh, but yeah. We'll, uh, we'll keep you guys updated via our social media and our website for that kind of stuff. Uh, you can find us on the internets at nothinginmoderationpod.com. You can send us an email at nothinginmoderationpod at gmail.com. Um, send us... Anything you want to talk about, comments, questions, concerns, tell us we suck, tell us you love us. Probably going to tell us you, tell us that we suck. That's fine. Catch us on Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook at Nothing in Mod Pod on all three of those. Uh, other than that, I think we're uh, I think we're going to get out of here for this week. I'm going to go poop next to the dumpster. You should do that. I'm going to poop in my pants, though. I'm going to pee in my shoes. That won't be the first time. Also, please don't do that at my house. Let's, let, let's do that at the gas station again. We still have to tell them about that. Yeah, we do. All right, we'll catch you guys later. Have fun.